Coming up, there are major changes coming to Disney Cruise Line, and we're going to discuss what those rumor, the rumored changes might be. Shareholders in British Petroleum want the company to boycott Disney, and Animal Kingdom is getting set to celebrate its 15th anniversary. Hard to believe it's been 15 years. All that plus part one of the Diz Team Goes West, coming up next. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 596, for the week of April 16th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, specializing in helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Tom Bell, Corey Martin, and back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West, along with Sean Thompson and associate producer, Craig Williams. Um, Before we get started, I just want to say that uh, all of our friends in Boston are looming large in our thoughts and prayers right now. And we hope everyone is safe. We know we had uh, a lot of folks from our Wish Forum, uh, the We're Inspired to Stay Healthy Forum on the Diz, that were running in the Boston Marathon yesterday. Uh, From what I understand, they have all checked in safe. Um, But I just, you know, uh, it's sad. It's really, really sad. So... Just wanted everybody up there to know we're thinking about them and uh, keeping you in our thoughts and our prayers. Ask you to do the same. Uh, in housekeeping, um, a couple things. Want to let everyone know that uh, we have a ladies-only show going live tomorrow, Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So you're going to want to tune in for that. Uh, and uh, our New Jersey meet coming up the end of this month. Uh, there is apparently going to be a tasty cake eating competition. Uh, it's terribly Jersey. Uh, <laughs> and um, the organizers are asking for people to sponsor those dizzers willing to shove crappy pre-processed <laughs> cakes into their mouth. To raise money for Give Kids the World. Uh, now, the Dobrovolsky family, uh, Mike, Nancy, and their son, Matt, who are organizers, uh, some of the organizers of this meet, have pledged to match five hundred up to $500 for people that sponsor their son, Matt, in this endeavor. And uh, I'm going to up them by one. I will match another $500 personally to those who sponsor Matt just so I can watch him throw up three dozen tasty cakes in public. Um, (laughs) But I want to see at least three dozen tasty cakes go into the boy's mouth, and I will put down $500. I think it's an incredibly generous offer on the part of the Dobrovolsky family. They're very generous people. They've they've donated quite a bit uh, to Give Kids the World different points and um they're they're longtime listeners to the show and i think it's wonderful that they're doing this 
um, I am going to match the 500 as well, uh, whether Matt throws up or not. Um, but uh, we'll have a link on the show notes page, disunplug.com, where you can learn more about the competition and how you can sponsor those who are brave enough to do it. I will not because I'm trying to watch my figure not expand. And uh, so there's that. Is it a certain amount of time they have to eat these? I'm not things? sure. I'm not, I don't because think. Because if it's like over a week, I could do pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I could put away quite a bit. Um, I, I, I'm actually, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but these damn glasses are crooked, and it's driving. I just got them yesterday, and you're getting lots of compliments on them. They're they're they're, they're very smart, you know. Very th- <laughs> There's no lens in them, people. No, there are. These are prescription. <laughs> these aren't. These aren't vanity glasses. Um, I'm just not used to them, but my eyes are so messed up. That's from sitting with a computer screen right here for. Ooh. We're getting from chat that the the tasty cakes have to be eaten in three minutes, so as many as you can eat in three minutes. Oh, God. Wow! Yeah, that's not a lot of time. That's a, that is a lot of time. Do you have to unwrap them all individually? I don't know. Or they, they, be they have to be. I think they're going to have to be unwrapped. Yeah, because it take you like four minutes to unwrap one of them. So, disunplug.com will have a link to the tasty cake eating competition. Help us raise some money uh, for Give Kids the World, and uh, part of as part of our Power of Ten fundraising effort. Speaking of throwing up for Give Kids World, can we talk about Coasting for Kids? Yes, let's do that. Uh, Coasting for Kids, June 9th at Knott's Berry Farm in California or Dorney Park in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and any Cedar Fair Park across the country. Uh, $25 is your admission, your T-shirt, your registration, and then raise up at least $75 to participate. Uh, go to coastingforkids.org. You ride coasters for eight hours. You get lunch. You get a T-shirt. And hang out with Well, I love coasters. how they throw lunch yeah. in. Yeah. Well, with the coasters. Halfway between. Yeah, Do you eat on the coaster? I don't believe so. There's a break in there. I and you, and you don't have to ride coasters for eight hours just as... It's yeah. just you're raising money for raising Give Kids money the for World. Give kids so um, we'll have links to that on the show notes page as well. And for those who are not familiar with Tom, Tom is the host of the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged. goes up every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom is out here. Uh, he was part of our Dis Team Goes West last month and uh, we're starting part one of that this week and uh, Tom's out here to talk about Disneyland and uh, he's a little bit of a savant when it comes to that Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have to give a shout out to I have to give a shout out to one of our listeners or, or a pair of our listeners Will and Christine Shelton, I believe, is their last name. Will is a foreign service officer with the State Department, and he's currently stationed in Indonesia, although I believe right now, if I read his letter correctly, that uh, he's uh, back stateside for some much-needed R&R. First, thank you for your service. But uh, we've gotten a lot of odd gifts over the years, Wonderful gifts as well. Uh, some of them are on the shelves behind me. Um, but of all the things I've received in almost seven years of, of doing this show, <laughs> I've never gotten a gift like this. Now, first of all, it came wrapped like a pipe bomb. Um, it was in so much plastic, I was afraid to open it. And then I got inside and saw this. And it kind of smells like coffee, and it turns out it is. It's something that you grind and you drink. 
It is called, I may be mispronouncing this, Kopi Musang. Sean looked it up. There is some animal that eats something and then poops this out and then people drink it. It's not like they eat, you know, a tree and all of a sudden coffee well, comes whatever out. It is. It's not like they ate hard-boiled eggs and pooped coffee. Okay, what, all I know is this came out of the anus of an animal. And a civet cat. Have you ever had a McDonald's hamburger? <laughs> so, so, and someone wants me to grind it and drink it. Um, I, look, this is a very creative gift, and it may absolutely be delicious. But uh, if you want to see this get consumed, then you want to stay tuned for part one of the Diz Team Goes West, where our resident daredevil, Corey Martin, <laughs> is going to drink a cup of animal poop. Sean said Sweet. he would do it, too. And if he survives... Sean's willing to chew the beans without grinding them. <laughs> that's not true. Um <laughs> But nice. Will and Christina, thank you very much. That's, uh, that's very uh, sweet. a really interesting gift. Um, and uh, you know my love for coffee. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know that I'm going to be going into my local roaster saying, do you have anything a cat crapped out <laughs> that I can grind up a drink? But I want to know. I want to know the origin of this. I want to know who looked at animal droppings and said, oh, coffee. That looks good. I want to understand how, how that process, how that mental process worked. to go from, someone with a caffeine addiction. This is someone with some kind of addiction or affliction. I don't, I don't know. However, but. it's not just, you know, no one just picked it up and ate it. Someone had the forethought to think, well, I'm going to steep it. It has to be ground. <laughs> and sweet and <laughs> And, ooh, it's going to be delicious. So, right now, see, like, you know, I have, I have wonderful 100% Kona coffee in here right now. And this guy wants to Oh, you don't know the origin up. of Kona? Well, it doesn't come out of anything's anus. It, that's how the Hawaiians make it. No. <laughs> no, it is not. That's not true. Don't be starting any of your nasty rumors. Um, so, yeah, we're going to make Corey drink a cup of it. I'm just deciding whether or not I want to put it through my grinder or not, <laughs> or if the rest of my coffee is going to taste like crap. I'm all crap. for it. I'll try it. Of course you will. It's supposed it. to be really good. Well, we'll let you find out. And if you guys survive the show, I'll try it. So, uh, start hallucinating. Yeah, really. <laughs> 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 um, also, just want to remind everybody we have a live show coming up on May 21st from Olani in Honolulu. That's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Time on May 21st. So, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. That's going to kick off our next West Coast tour. We're going to be covering Olani the Disney Cruise on Alaska Cruise, and the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic in California. And uh, we'll One be... One of our listeners is going to be in Alani when you're doing the live show. I know. I'm, I heard. And uh, if you happen to be in Alani while we're doing it, come on out and say hello. Um, I don't imagine we're going to have a huge group. <laughs> um, Just her. But uh, well, she but might, she's loud. She might be a force, a force of one. Uh and uh, we are also, uh, that week, that live show uh, from Alani is when we're going to kick off the next uh, seven and seven coverage, seven resorts and seven nights, which we just wrapped up uh, doing last week. And uh, we're going to be releasing um, our shows, reviews, blogs, photo galleries, videos each day, starting the 21st of May for seven days. And uh, we did that, did that back in 
late January, early February, leading up to the first live show that we did here, and that was a, a big success. So May 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, we'll come to you live from Disney's Olani Resort in Honolulu and kick off our next 7 and 7. And that's it for me in housekeeping. What else do we have? I have something. Royal Caribbean released the Quantum of the Seas information today. It's very exciting. This ship will be, I believe, somewhere between the Freedom and the Oasis. It's not the biggest ship. They say they're not going for the biggest. They're going for the best. And it will hold 4,100 passengers and some change. That's based on double occupancy. It's a mere lifeboat. Pardon me? It's a mere lifeboat. Um, they're doing some really cool stuff. First of all, Crown and Anchor members can book May 27th, and the general public will be able to book sometime in June. Now, I didn't get all of the information because I had to leave to come here, but there's some really cool additions to this. First of all, they're going to have their famous flow ride around the back of the ship, but then they're going to have something called Ripcord. And Ripcord is an experience where you can skydive while on board the ship. No. It is a giant fan, and you put on a bat suit, and you jump out over the fan, and there's this um, sort of mesh enclosure so that you don't fly up and over the side of the boat. $10,000 if John does it. (laughs) I want to see the bat suit. All the lights on the ship dim. (laughs) (laughs) Crank up the float, I think. They're also doing something called North Star, which I think is extremely exciting. And it's based on the London Eye and the one in Singapore. And what it's going to be is a mechanical arm that will take one of the capsules, like on the London Eye, and lift it up. And it will have a 270-degree scope. And it will take you up 300 feet above, uh, above the ocean and take you out over the side of the ship. They're giving people the uh, people don't get to see their ship sailing. This will give you a different perspective of the ship you're on. It will hold their, they weren't even sure on the promotional thing today. They did a press conference. They said between 13 and 14 people at a time and it will be free of charge as will the ripcord experience. However, if you would like to book this for a special occasion, they expect weddings to be held in this capsule and Vow renewals and things like that that will be available during the day uh, places and to do that but this will be coming up soon and the, one of the interesting things is they expect for the first year it will sail out of Bayonne, New Jersey well it's the best thing to happen to Bayonne in years <laughs> this is the quantum of the seas it's pretty cool cool well thank you Kevin anything else speaking of cruises uh, I want to talk about our Diz Cruise 1.0 is coming up about four months away, a little mm-hmm. bit less than four, a little bit more than four months away. Um, if you're on the cruise with us, uh, Jeff Alves, a o- OKW lover on the boards, has started collecting people's names and posting them. So if you want to be on that list of who's all traveling with us, please get in touch with him and get your name on that thread. And also, we're looking for people to tell us what you guys would like to do on that ship. Kind of like on that cruise, kind of like what we did on the last podcast cruise. Give us your ideas, what kind of meat you'd like to have. So get involved in that thread so we can have a really great cruise. You know, cruise. My, my, my niece Robin, uh, talked to her yesterday. She's up in, in Boston, thankfully safe. Uh, she's on that cruise with us, and she's talking, but she's going with a friend of hers who's dying to meet me because she's heard so much about me over the years. And I said, no, just bring her to the bring her to the blackjack table because that's where I'm going to be. So if you people want to see me, you just have to come to the casino. Well, I think we'll probably have a casino meet for our guests who want to gamble. Okay. As long as it doesn't interrupt my gambling flow. All right. Make sure. 
I'll talk to people in between hands. And if you sit at a table with me, know what you're doing. Because I can't stand people who don't know what they're doing on a blackjack table. And then screw up my hands. I'll be bitter and angry. Withdraw my love and support. Excellent. Well, Anything that sounds else? like fun, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> mm, great cruise. Welcome. <laughs> well, you know, look, hey, you're going to start sailing out of Bayonne, New Jersey. You better get used to that kind of welcome. Because that's what you're going to get in Bayonne. Welcome to Bayonne. Now go the F home. Um, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's the official motto of New Jersey. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else? That's it for me. All right. Over to John with the news. All right. Our first story. Disney Cruise Line ship aids in rescue of 21 people from rafts. Just before you get started, this is getting to the point. Where, I mean, this is happening all the time yes. now. It is. This is happening. This well, is Beyonce what the and Jay Zier went to fix that, so it's all going to be okay. No, I think they're there throwing the people off. <laughs> Get in the raft. <laughs> yeah, this is what the fourth time I've heard about this just in the last few months. Last Thursday afternoon, the Disney Cruise Line ship, the Disney Wonder, picked up eight people on a raft about 45 miles from Key West. A picture of the rescue taken by a Turner Broadcasting employee aboard the ship showed a boxy wooden vessel with a makeshift sail next to the ship as the rescue as the rafters were helped aboard. Disney Cruise Disney said crew of the Disney Wonder acted at the request of the Coast Guard to rescue the rafters. Uh, it did not give the nationalities of the eight taken aboard. We could all guess what they were. Uh, they were given medical attention, food, and water once on board the ship. A second rescue took place Friday afternoon in the same area, about 40 miles from Key West. Carnival said its ship spotted the raft and coordinated with the Coast Guard to take them aboard and give them food, water, and medical att- attention. Uh, that was the Carnival Conquest, which was on a, the last leg of a seven-day ship. They were, there were pictures of the ones in that ship saying, no, we're waiting for, <laughs> waiting for another cruise line. <laughs> Please don't pick us up. <laughs> I'd rather stay in my, my banana boat my than uh, <laughs> get onto a Carnival cruise ship. Take us no, back. we've heard the stories. Leave us alone. Take us back to Castro. The U.S. Coast Guard is interviewing all 21 pe- people picked up by the two cruise ships to determine their nationalities and whether they should be sent home. Uh, the rafters are now in Coast Guard custody. I think we can assume that they were Cuban. Well, I mean, if they're off the coast of Key West, I, right. so, I don't think they were. I don't think Parisian. they were. <laughs> I don't think they were coming from Western Europe. Um, so, you know, but you know, look, it's. They could have been I, from I, 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 you know, we can we can joke around, but I I can't imagine the desperation of anybody that would want to do that. You know? I mean, they really they and they know they're putting their life. I mean, a lot of times these folks don't survive that journey but that's how badly they want to leave um and you know i don't know what can be done about it it's just sad sad to me i thought we actually had a graphic of the people being rescued and it's like a million dollar yacht in the foreground (laughs) of our picture or is that the Coast Guard? That's the Disney ship. That's the, that's the... Right. But on the foreground, isn't that like a big yacht? It's a parasailing oh, boat. Right. Well, no, but that's, yeah, that's just something taking a castaway key. Oh. No, when you see the picture, the actual picture that the uh, TBS employee posted, uh, 40 people in this thing that, I, I, I mean, it, it's horrifying. Was it a door like Rose had in the Titanic? <laughs> no, I mean, it was, you know... You know, it's not a boat. It's crates. just it's a series. It's mm-hmm. pieces of wood and crates put together, 
uh, it's it's uh, unimaginable, unimaginable. You know, we 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 can complain all we want about our government and where we live and all that stuff. My God, we're not. We don't have to do that. You know, something to be grateful for. All right, our next news story. Rumors of new Disney Cruise Line ships point to major changes on the Disney Magic and Disney Wonder. Rumors have been circulating the internet this past week of two new ships being added to the Disney Cruise Line fleet. These rumors were strengthened as returning guests from recent Disney Cruise Line vacations reported on the Disboards and Disboards Disney Cruise Line forum that Disney, quote, had given the okay to crew members to confirm the rumors that Disney is adding two new ships to her fleet. Walt Disney Cruise Line does have an option with Meyer Werft Shipyard to build two additional ships, uh, but their schedule is currently full through 2015 for projects for other cruise lines, which include two ships for Norwegian and uh, Royal Caribbean's two new ships as well. This makes the earliest the shipyard could be working on a new Disney ship to be 2016. It is more likely that the new ship rumors have to do with refurbishments of the two oldest ships in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. The two quote-unquote new ships could most likely mean a brand new Disney Magic and Disney Wonder. Earlier this year, potential <clears throat> excuse me, potential concept renderings were found online from the same firm which designed Remy on the Dream and the Fantasy, as well as the California Grill at the Contemporary Resort. While listed under code names, the concept art is thought to depict changes to restaurants aboard the Magic and the Wonder. The most dramatic change could be a version of cabanas on the Magic and the Wonder, similar to what is found on the Dream and the Fantasy. Which would be a very, very good change, if you ask me. Agree. I agree. In addition, Parakeet could get a major overhaul, as well as significant expansion of the Vista Spa. Rebecca Petal, public relations manager for Disney Cruise Line, was quoted as saying, I think quote, it's Petty. Petty, you're right. Was quoted as saying, quote, our current focus on Disney Cruise Line is on our existing fleet. We are excited about an announcement we are making in a few weeks, but is not about building more ships. While she did not give an exact date, rumors are that the announcement regarding the Magic and Wonder refurbishment will be made during the monstrous summer press event being held at Walt Disney World on April 25th and 26th. Look, I don't think there's any question that they're going to build two more ships. Um I think while the rumor was inaccurate in terms of what Disney is going to announce in a couple of weeks, the rumor is not inaccurate. I believe absolutely because of the success of the dream and the fantasy that I think Disney absolutely is going to have two more ships on the ocean by 2020. Um, these changes you're talking about... Um, they have to do these to the magic and the wonder because the dream and the fantasy are drawing all the attention, mm -hmm. and that's where everybody wants to go. Uh, now, you can change up the restaurants. You can go ahead and, and redo Parrot Key, and you can add cabanas. But if you don't do something to those kitchens to allow them to prepare food the way they're preparing them on the dream and the fantasy, doesn't matter because you're just going to be putting lipstick on a pig. So... I'm hoping that part of what they do, if they are going to do these refurbishments, go ahead and add Remy. You know, it's a nice way to soak $150 a person out of somebody for eating dinner on a cruise ship. That's fine. But if you're going to be doing the cabanas thing, you're going to be doing changes to the restaurants, if that doesn't include a major overhaul of the kitchens. And I don't know how they do that. I don't know how, 
how long can they take those ships out of commission for a dry dock? Well, I think that the, what we what was found on the internet was specifically for the restaurants. I think you're going to see bigger changes, though. I heard I, that Magic might be out for six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Six months would be more like it. I was going to say. <laughs> six, like they can barely do. It's like painting the deck. They can, <laughs> yeah, they can barely do a standard rehab uh, in six weeks. I think it takes about three or four weeks right now to get a standard rehab out. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's but Disney, I think, but I think we're going to see major changes. I think we may see an aqueduct type of enhancement to these ships because this is part of what's drawing people to well, these ships is more to do on board. Also, I mean, it would be smart because these two ships now are doing alternate itineraries. They're not doing, uh, you know, cruises out of Port Canaveral on the Magic and the Wonder. And they're trying to get people. I mean, just look at what they're trying to do out of Galveston. Um, and they're having a really hard time getting people to sail out of Galveston. Uh, Alaska does real well. Miami's not doing well. Um, so they're going to have to do something to entice people to want to be on the ship, make the ship the destination the way it used to be. And the magic and the wonder for a lot of people stopped becoming a destination after the dream and the fantasy were released. So they're going to have to do something big. They're going to have to do something splashy. They're going to have to do something that gets a lot of buzz. And I think they will. I think Disney Cruise Line's really good at that. And we're going to be at the press event, so make sure you're following us on Twitter and Facebook. What is so that, 25th and 26th? Yeah, 25th and 26th. So make yep. sure you're following us so we can send that information. And this right is also, this is one of those things, too, where it's like, it better be good. You know, it's like, oh, we have a big announcement, we have a big announcement, and then it falls flat. Well, they have such a habit. Disney, right. I think Disney World has a habit of, you know, we have a major, major announcement. It turns out to be limited time magic. Um, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Which is also limited time interest. Uh, Disney Cruise Line hasn't done that, though. They they don't, I mean, generally well, I mean, speaking. this is a world press event. Is it a Disney World press event? I don't, is it specifically Cruise Line? Or is it just an accrued? Well, I think this is. I think they're kind of. I mean, they always clump their announcements together. So, um, but I think cruise. If Cruise Line is saying it's going to be a major announcement, which is what I how I read that story, um, then I think it's going to be major. And you know, let's uh, let's hope. Let's hope. We'll see. Like Corey said, we're going to be covering that live, twenty fifth and twenty sixth of April. So be sure to come back to the site and follow along Facebook, Twitter everything else that we do. Excellent. All right, our final news story. British Petroleum shareholder urges company to boycott, boycott, boycott Walt Disney World. According to the website crone.com, angry British shareholders of oil giant BP urged the company last Thursday to be more forceful in its legal fight against, the, against tens of billions of dollars in claims still being asserted by the U.S. government in several Gulf states affected by the 2010 oil spill. One shareholder even suggested that BP boycott Walt Disney World in Florida to get Americans, quote, to come to their senses. BP executives seemed to endorse the concerns, even though they were careful not to wade too much into the debate, into the debate nor specify any actions that may take, they may take because of an ongoing civil trial in federal court in New Orleans over the disaster. Um, the shareholders were, uh, were told that the, the, your worries are on our mind by Chairman Carl Henrik Svenberg uh, at a meeting in London. One shareholder described the spill claims as, quote, extortionate. 
<laughs> and said BP needs to do more to help the company move beyond the uncertainty still hanging over it. Another shareholder said there is no more evidence of pollution in the Gulf nearly three years after the disaster and alleged the crisis was exaggerated by U.S. news media. Oh, my. Another shareholder suggested that billions of dollars BP has already paid in damage claims and cleanup costs exceed the actual damage caused by the spill. Uh, a spokesman, spokesperson for the Justice Department declined to comment. You hear that noise? <laughs> That's the noise of everyone on the southeastern coast of the United States telling you where to go. Okay? Um, of course, you know, of course the shareholders are going to be upset that they have to pay this bill. Um, here's an idea. Don't let stuff blow up. Okay? It was at criminal negligence. You're lucky these people aren't in prison where they belong. From Halliburton, from British Petroleum, for the absolute criminal negligence, they knew things were wrong and they didn't do anything and they let that happen. You want to talk about the news media didn't have to uh, uh, make more out of this than it was. We had, we had video we had video watching millions and millions and millions and millions of gallons of oil for three months for three months pour into our waters. So I'll tell you what, let's dump it on your shores and see how you feel. Or better yet, let's just boycott entire BP. industries, oh, I have. entire I entire industries on the southeastern coast of the United States were wiped out. People were put out of business. People were put out of work because of this. So you know what? Let them keep paying until everything is made right, because it hasn't been made right. They can put all the commercials on television they want about how wonderful we are and how wonderful we're doing. I get so sick of seeing these BP commercials touting how they've helped everybody and they're doing this and they're doing that. You know what? You haven't done enough. And I love the fact that it's our waters. This is kind of a global thing. This right. affects everything. This isn't just us. Just because you don't see oil on the surface anymore doesn't mean that right. the ecology and doesn't mean that it won't up. eventually affect you. Right. I mean, this is a, we're, we're well, no longer have, us and them. You know, here's an idea: have your next shareholders meeting, meeting in Louisiana. There you go. And talk this talk this nonsense. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Come to the Do south. That. Come to the Gulf Coast and tell us you're going to boycott Disney World. I thought that was funny. I do, too. <laughs> we're going to all six well, shareholders yeah, why, that are left. Why Disney World? <laughs> so we're going to boycott Twining's Tees now because yeah. they're doing this. It's like, uh, let's be ridiculous. It's, yeah. Sorry. What does Disney World have to do with it? I haven't, I have not purchased gas knowingly at a BP station. That's not to say that British Petroleum couldn't be providing gas for a different gas right. station. Right. But if it says BP on it, I will drive out of my way. Right, yeah. Yep. So will I. And I think a lot of people do. So, and I think a lot of people will for years. I think, you know, if you want to call a boycott, let's just boycott BP. Take it back to Great Britain. Go ahead. You keep it. You support them. So. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> That's it for the news. I'm sorry I don't have another one. Well, didn't you have another one? I, thought you I did. did, but Sean told me I couldn't do it. I did not. <laughs> Sean's chewing on coffee beans. Don't pay attention. Do you want me to do my other, that other story? No, we're 30 minutes Yeah, in. I thought so. Is the other story dead? No. No, just about uh, their 
change it up. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying some things out with uh, ship to shore yeah. communications on in, uh, cruise lines. In a nutshell, the company that is really pioneering the ship to shore communications is having a uh, complete overhaul, and it's going to get much, much better. Better Wi-Fi access, better cell communications. So cheaper prices. No, probably not. <laughs> well, no. One of the things that they're they're doing is they're impl- they're trying to implement a system that's basically like Skype, so that you can make voice calls uh, from your cell phone while on a ship without paying mm-hmm. the seven dollars a minute. So, in a way, it would be, but it's a really long extension cord. I I don't know how well I want my phone to work on a cruise, though. You well, know, I think I, I, it's even cool. I just I, I, the even the Wi-Fi, you know. From the standpoint of owning a business that's internet-based, it's great to have. But I kind of miss the days when that just wasn't an option. And you went on a cruise and you were forced to disconnect for a week. And I just don't think that's realistic anymore. No, it's not. But I think going back, going back, complain about over the good old days. Going back to price, I think we're going to see. You're going to see an increase in price because they have to put a great deal of money into infrastructure and making this work. Because what they're doing is they want to tie the ship communications to land communications so that it's seamless. So that you have basically can use your smartphone anywhere right. for anything. No right. more of this weird you know, connectivity issues. But Okay. All right. That'll do it for the news. We will move on to rapid fire. We'll start with Mr. Majai. All right, our uh, first rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> Swan and the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin has officially announced dates for the fourth annual Food and Wine Classic uh, for the fourth year in a, in a row. The event will be held October 18th and 19th, 2013. And for the fourth year in a row, I'm traveling <laughs> when this is going on. I have yet. To do this, I'm excited. We already bought our tickets. We're going to be here this year. I'll eat We're your going share on Friday night. The outdoor festival festival will include food and beverage seminar, food and beverage seminars, food and wine tastings, and live music. Um, tickets you can buy a Causeway ticket. This is kind of where it gets a little scary for the food and wine tasting alone on the Causeway. It's eighty dollars and four cents per person plus tax. But that's unlimited. It's unlimited. What was it last year? Did it go up? Well, yeah, wasn't it like 50-something? Or we didn't do it last year? No, I think it was 75. Yeah, no, look, I'm sorry. $80 for uh, for unlimited food and wine, um, I think, is a steal. Just starve yourself the day before. Get your money's worth. The last time we went, it was during the deluge. Yeah. It rained. It was biblical rain. It was fun, though. Uh, You can also do a la carte. You can look at about two bucks each for... The tickets that will get you samplings of the different stuff. Um, some of the seminars, there'll be wine tastings, beer tastings, sake and champagne. Those are running forty-two forty plus tax. There's a pasta making seminar for fifty-six fifty-one plus tax. But there's also going to be some packages that include your resort stay. Um, these can only be booked by calling the toll-free number. We'll get that up on the site eight 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 two eight 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 five zero, and they have different lengths of stay and include different things like your causeway tickets and things like that so we think it's a lot of fun we love it yeah we're going this year i already said awesome we always get a room because it's so nice to be able to walk back up to your room slowly (laughs) crawl in your case um all right thank you john kevin there are some changes being made to the disney adventures by disney backstage magic adventure Beginning April 28th, there are a couple of tweaks. 
I absolutely think these are great ideas. The first tweak is on day three, they have taken out the dinner at Steakhouse 55, and there's going to be a, a dining event in the Magic Kingdom. You'll be eating at Big Thunder Ranch, and uh, my there are VIP experiences after that, and this puts you closer to them. The, this day is a very busy day. This is the day you go to Imagineering. This is the day you go to the studio, and this is the day you transfer from Hollywood to Anaheim. It's a long day. As a Disney fan, it is an unbelievable it's day. It's really right, the tentpole right. of the trip. It it's, really is. However, I th- understand why they're doing this. People get to Disneyland, and I never wanted to sit in Steakhouse 55. I wanted to be someplace where the fun was. We actually, the last trip we went on, we skipped the dinner. We did. And the Steakhouse 55 was not an off-the-menu experience. It was a selected menu. And... It was just very, very busy. This is going to put you in the park on that day, which is great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is on day five, they have taken away breakfast in Goofy's Kitchen in the Disneyland Hotel in favor of having a breakfast at Storyteller's Cafe and then an experience at Cars Land, which has never been done on the trip mm-hmm. before. You're going to have a backstage event at Cars Land. You will get fast passes to a Cars Land attraction. Let's just think it's Radiator Springs. And you're, uh, so you'll have that there. Then you're going to move to Toy Story Midway, Toy Story Midway Mania, and there'll be a private ride there. And then you have the rest of the day on your own and the farewell dinner, which is usually held in a banquet room. At the Paradise at- Pier. <laughs> 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 and what they're going to do is the farewell dinner is now going to be held at the Carthay Circle. Nice. Which, oh, nice. Really Cut cool. to me. And then you will also get fast passes for private seating for the World of Color. I think that I'm really excited about the backstage stuff at Cars Land. I don't know what they're going to do. Well, can I only imagine it's going to be cool. I can, I can tell you this. Uh, we had dinner, and we'll talk about this in the uh, Disco's West segments we had dinner at carthay circle now keep in mind this is not going to be an off the menu right I, under, I understand but this will be a food, buffet like it was always has been the food the food's amazing this is the same executive chef uh who uh oversees uh napa rose which was another amazing experience we had this trip um so i i think that's these are some great changes um, if you are interested in going on a backstage magic with us, we are doing them again next year. We're doing our dis, uh, our dis trips. We don't have dates yet. We hope to have dates soon. I did uh, Adventures by Disney is saying the end of May, the beginning of June. We will Ours know. will not be ready that day. We have contracts that have to be signed, etc. But we will have dates at that point. So if you're thinking about doing this... Uh, Join us because we have a great time. Before we we go, I want one other thing. People are concerned that by taking away Goofy's Kitchen and adding a second storyteller's breakfast, that that will be redundant. The reason they've done this is, first of all, to put you closer to the cars, uh, to California Adventure, where the day will begin. The second thing is, you're going to have a leisurely breakfast at Storyteller's Cafe. The farewell breakfast is kind of a chaotic thing. It's not an organized event. People are allowed to come and go as they please. It's not, the group doesn't 
move to breakfast or out of breakfast as a group. It's based on when your flights out are and things like that. So it's not really redundant. You're going to get to sit and enjoy your breakfast on the first trip. The second trip, a lot of times people even skip breakfast depending on what their flights are. They might not even get to go to the farewell breakfast. So that's actually a good thing. It's really not a redundant experience. And I'm going to say if you want to uh, get on a waiting list for 2014, Ventures by Disney Backstage Magic, send an email to Kevin. I'm going to even go further. I think we're going to do a late winter trip, a summer trip, and maybe a late uh, end of the year trip. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah, we're good. this is what we're going to ask for. You never know what. Right? We're yeah. Get. I mean, look. What my ideal would be uh, a February March trip, uh, another trip in the June July time frame, right. and another trip in December. That would be my ideal. But we don't have the dates yet, so that's what we're thinking about. If you're interested, Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. And I do have an interest for 2014. <laughs> file going so if you are interested let me know i can't do anything about it yet all i can tell you is i've got your email but send me an email and when the things happen i will let you know great thank you kevin mr bell uh the star wars droid factory that opened last year at disney hollywood studios is expanding there's new locations at once upon a toy in downtown disney here in orlando and also at the star trader in disneyland and that's where you can basically build a r2d2 action figure custom r2d2 action figure oh, ladies if you want to meet a virgin <laughs> <laughs> or someone who lives in their mother's basement oh, oh, man. kidding kidding look at jesus look at me i'm the biggest disney geek going so but i'm not absolutely not a virgin <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there That's why oh, I wear black Thank you Tom <laughs> Follow that uh, For a different dining experience uh, There's a Sunday brunch at Raglan Road It's from 11 to 4pm There's entertainment from noon to 4 And we'll feature Creel The house band duo playing the fiddle, flute, guitar And vocals And the Raglan Road dancers Brunch entrees range from $8 to $19. Available items. Is that like the Soul Train dancers? Is that. It's those little. No, these people wear clogs. Oh, yeah. Dan- oh. It's the Michael Flatley dancers. Yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Dance. <laughs> Lord of the. <laughs> <laughs> so, to the food. Uh, available items include Raglan Road version of a Bloody Mary topped with a Guinness floater, a bubbly elderflower fizz. With St. Germain and Prosecco, full Irish breakfast with sausage, black and white pudding, bacon, roasted tomato, mushrooms, fried eggs, and potato roasties. Hmm. Ham schnitzel, which is a bread pan seared ham topped with fried eggs and a side of chips. Stack of thin pancakes layered with mixed berry compote and topped with a creme fraiche and maple syrup, smoked bacon, smoked salmon omelet. Steel-cut oatmeal, eggs benedict with hollandaise and prosciutto. So, if you're into brunch, check it out. Delicious. Elderflower floaties. I don't even know what those are. You can book this in advance, or you can just walk up. Great. Thank you, Corey. Let's move over to Dustin. Yes, I have uh, just an update on the Star Wars uh, weekend's for this year, they're, um, they're celebrities. They're adding Billy D. Williams. That's uh, okay. That's big. Yeah, this is. Uh, so is Billy D. Williams. <laughs> oh, stop! He is not. He looks great. No. Is it okay Have that I'm more? Ex- who is it? Okay, he was in Mahogany, Sean. 
There you go. <laughs> sure, I don't know that. <laughs> give me, give me your, give me your membership card now. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Okay. He was in mahogany. <laughs> he ran the Cloud City. Right. Oh, so okay. in Star Wars, I mean, he's been in a million other things, but uh, in Star Wars, he was Lando Calrissian in Did Empire really Strikes Back. Yeah, he's not. Last Asian. time I saw saw something on him, he looked great. Let's see if we can Google a picture the, of Billy uh, Dee while we. <laughs> the significance of this in, in relation to Star Wars weekends is I feel like this is the first time they've had a major uh, someone who played a major character in the original trilogies actually make their way to Star Wars weekends. You know, usually it's. Didn't Mark Harmon r- come one year? Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> No, look, oh, I mean, usually, yeah, they get, like, Z-list people right. to do these. And and Billy D. Williams, that's a big get. If you can't get the top three, if you can't right. get Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, or Carrie Fisher, which I'm surprised they can't get Carrie Fisher. She right. shows up for an, op- an envelope opening. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing nowadays. But for a Billy, bottle opening. Billy, yeah, I just, yeah, just, yeah, for a bottle opening. She had shock therapy. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. I know that uh, Billy D. Williams is really big in the uh the star wars fan community he goes to a lot of the different events mm-hmm. he goes to the uh he goes to like their conventions and stuff that they have so um now that he's he, it's not a surprise to me that he's added uh, to this roster i just think it's cool that disney finally got one of those major i'm sorry i no, think he that's looks fantastic not, the one on the left is more current the one in the middle is not current he's still i think the man looks fantastic oh yeah he's fine for being 90 <laughs> this is bizarre. I'm sorry. I, know, right? I think I think he looks great. I think he looks great, and I think God will strike you down for talking talking smack about. <laughs> oh no! Billy I'm just surprised that Sean didn't know who he was. You know, God doesn't listen actor. when you're talking about Carrie Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care as much about Carrie Fisher. <laughs> he cares about who wins Survivor. Apparently, he cares about Billy D. Williams. <laughs> all right, thanks, Dustin. You're Sean. Welcome. Uh, all right, Animal Kingdom is celebrating its 15th anniversary on Monday, April 22nd, um, and they have a few events planned throughout the day. At 8.40 in the morning, they have an opening ceremony at the Tree of Life, and there are only going to be two people there, actually, Josh Diamaro, who is the vice president of Animal Kingdom, and Dr. Jackie Ogden, who is the vice president of animals, is what it says. Vice, pre- <laughs> vice president of animals. That's all she has. Okay, first, well, Josh Diamaro just took over as... Diamaro head of uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, he was Senior Vice President of Adventures by Disney and uh, is responsible for turning that product around. He's an amazing guy and he's got a, a fantastic personality. Uh, I think he'll be... I, I think he's going to be awesome. In any job he does at Disney, I yeah. think he's going to be awesome. Joe Rody was supposed to be there, but he backed out yesterday. So oh. he's not going to be there. An earring injury? <laughs> the cape got caught in the door. <laughs> He does like his cape. So he likes his cape. He likes those. Yeah, I think, I think the feather earring got caught in an escalator. It was terrible. <laughs> I think it's impressive we have the president of all the animals. Right. Vice president of animals. She, oh, the vice president. The vice president of she animals. She decides who picks out the coffee beans. <laughs> it's, funny that, it's funny that you say that, though, because I have a friend who, uh, whose father, his title, I forget where he works, but his title is just president of science. So wow. it's kind of yeah. the same thing. It's fancy. It is fancy. Oh, yeah. Then they have other stuff throughout the day. Party for for the planet is what it's called. And it's just like little interactive things around the park. Um, then and there's going to be a party where you all walk around and pick up litter. And the, and the <laughs> coffee beans and the poop. <laughs> um, and then there's merchandise. So they'll have pins right. and stuff. They've got so. a pretty cool logo. Right? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well, good but, for them. I don't mean to cut you off, but good for them for celebrating. Because... Disney doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. They don't celebrate the big milestones of our parks. Right. That's so, true. Good for them. 
All right, thank you. Sean Craig. Okay. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's been around for like a month now, but it's freethedisneygoat.com. It's a marketing campaign that they set up for uh, the... Okay, that is one creepy looking goat. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. He wants to be free. Is that um, one of the ones that scream? I would just Google the, screaming goat. No, it's the fainting Oh, goat. yeah, I've seen the videos now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a marketing promotion for the Florida residents three days for $120 that they're doing. But it's actually really kind of, it's stupid, but it's cool. Um, he has a Twitter account, uh, Facebook as well. So every time you share it from the page, it gets closer to setting the goat free. So then he can do all the Disney attractions. Smart. That's on his goat wish list, like Expedition Everest, Toy Story Mania. Um, with each thing he wants to do, there's like either a little audio clip or a video of what would happen if he'd actually get out to do that. So it's it's dumb, but it's no, it's, I think it's I think it's, I think it's a very smart marketing campaign. Yeah. I we really do. do. Free the associate producer. <laughs> free the <laughs> behind bars. All the havoc he will wreak if he gets. Free. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Craig. That'll do it for Rapid Fire. Closing out the show this week, we neglected last week to do our top 10 Disports.com threads for the month of March. So we are going to do that now. Uh, number 10, uh, the venerable stateroom Mickey ears and then some on the DCL form. That thread was started back in 2009 by iDrive Illumina. Oh, my buddy, Chris. And that is still going strong. And that was, of course, the basis of a segment that we did a few months ago with Kathy and Therese out at the Welcome Center. Does he still have the Lumina? I have no idea. I'll have to ask. Uh, <clears throat> number nine, uh, Free Dining Watch 2013, uh, started by Dimples1973. And that's on the Dining Plan subforum. And this is uh, folks just kind of keeping track of, uh, you know, wanting to see some free dining. I. Sorry, I think you're going to be disappointed this year. I really, I hope yeah. it comes out. I really hope it comes out. But I think you're going to be disappointed this year. And again, I don't have that on any, any kind of authority. It's just a gut feeling, and I could be wrong. So, but I'm not. You're not, you're not getting free dining. <laughs> um, number eight, uh, something one of the CMs said to me on theme parks. Uh, this was posted by Sassy Cat, and it was concerns about, uh, we've been seeing this a lot, the discrepancies between the posted wait time on an attraction and the actual wait time mm. yeah. on an attraction. In this case, it was Space Mountain. Sign said 25 minutes. It ended up being over an hour. She has four kids. And as she says in the post, she said to a cast member, you know, 25 minutes with four kids is one thing. An hour is something altogether yeah. different. Um, and this seems to be an ongoing issue now. And this seems I, this all has something to do with the My Disney experience and the tweaks and adjusts, adjustments that they're doing. Too. It's hard to, to ask at Space Mountain, but if you see the line and it looks really long, it says 10-minute wait, I always ask the cast member, is right. this right? Yeah. 10 minutes? In the Look past, that. that was the opposite. They used to post longer wait times right, than it was exactly. usual so that you wouldn't be disappointed you know, that you had to wait 20 minutes when you thought it was 25. Well, not to say that someone isn't doing their job there, but um, a lot of times it comes down to the fact that the Disney coordinators who are in charge of like actually updating the wait time, sometimes they don't get out there to do it right away. I know I've run into that problem before when the past, whenever I was working there, but you know, it's always better to ask the person who is at the front of the greeter. They can't always see the end of the line, but 
they see everyone going in. They that's can an make interesting a good call. That's an interesting question. Are they updated? They look like they're electronic, like they're updated from some sort of central hub. They are, but the the thing is, is that there's also human interaction there. Um, so if the if there is an, an an issue between like the the little red cards that monitor the wait time, yeah. um, they they can fix it accordingly. What he's saying is sometimes they just so what happens? Don't do it. The people go, they they call up and say wait time is twenty minutes, and someone updates it. Yeah, yeah. So they'll just they'll update it if they know about Interesting. it. Interesting. All right. Number seven, the Port Orleans Riverside question and answer thread for 2013 on the resorts board started by Andrew Willie. Uh, Number six, something else we were seeing a lot of last month, Magic Kingdom at phase three again today on the theme parks posted by Casanova five. Uh, Phase three, uh, cast members, give me an official definition of phase three. Uh, Phase three is completely shut down or is that... No, 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 no that's the step guests. before. Yeah. So the step before it means the park's really, really crowded. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to have like a dining reservation, right? Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to park hop. No so, cast are okay. allowed to go in. Yeah. Even if you're staying at a resort, you can't park hop. If you are already at one park, like you start off at Magic Kingdom and you leave, you can come back in. But if you started off at Hollywood Studios, you can't go over to Magic Kingdom. Okay. You're limited to the other ones. So. Uh, Saw a lot of that over spring break. Saw uh, January and February, very busy. Very, very busy. And a lot of people were shocked because usually, like you go in January, you can shoot a cannon down Main Street and not hit anybody. But um, I wonder if that, now that's starting to go. It used to be September was like that, December was like that. It's not that way anymore. January was our last hope, and now it starts starting to look like, you know, that's going away. But that was number six. Number five, I'm so upset I could cry. On theme parks, posted by Buzz Relly, and uh, about a last-minute change that uh, happened to her trip, and wasn't sure what was going to be the outcome of it. Number four, the really sad uh, story about the drowning at Pop Century on the resorts board. Uh, number three, witnessed a crime scene at Epcot, and I love threads like this because you know that that title, witnessed a crime scene at Epcot. It should have. The music. <laughs> and I want to read it. Uh, it's cute. We just got back from our trip to the world while in a YES program workshop with my 14 yearbook students. The kids were completing an assignment by taking pictures that told a story. One of my girls caught a squirrel in the basket of a stroller. The squirrel had taken a Ziploc bag with a sandwich inside of it out of a diaper bag at the bottom of the stroller. It then proceeded to take, apart, take part of the sandwich out of the bag and eat it. Those poor people are going to think someone was pilfering through their items when in actuality it was a naughty squirrel. My student's picture definitely told a story. Uh, we told her she would be a great crime scene photographer. Cute. That's cute. I think it was Chip. <laughs> squirrel. <coughs> uh, number two, my friends, the summer offer will be posted by Danny25. Danny has uh, a really good track record of posting some accurate advance info on what the next offers are going to be. This was one of them. He was, I think he was pretty close on this. Um, but uh, the number one thread, disports.com, for the third month in a row, the Disney College program, Frump Style, uh, on the Trip Reports board. Uh, I, I hesitate to say this, but... Um, Pretty sure this is going to end up being the single biggest thread 
in Disboard's history. That's how much traffic this thread is getting. Uh, when I tell you, I'm not going to release numbers because I don't, but we all know Disboard's is a busy place. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you the traffic this thread is getting is five times in March what the number two thread got. Her jaw dropped when we told her. We met her at We met Coronado. her at uh, Coronado Springs when we were doing the 7 and 7. Lovely, lovely young girl. Lovely young girl. And a brilliant writer. And telling an amazing story. And everyone is, is just loving this. And, uh, but it's gotten to the point now where it's kind of unfair. You know, she's going to continue to get thread of the month because, as long as she is. But we're also going to start giving it to number two. Um, because... Uh, you know, it's not even a, it's not a fair fight. Everybody's all the threads now are pretty much jockeying for second place. Um, she's a she's she's like a juggernaut that's just not uh, not going away, and it's getting bigger every month. I mean, it was you know the numbers were surprising in January; they were bigger in February, bigger again in March. We'll see what happens in April. But uh, Disney College Program from Style again, the number one thread on disboards.com. But we're also going to award Thread of the Month to uh, Danny Twenty Five. For my friends, the summer offer will be. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for those of you watching live, stay tuned. We are going to uh, drink some crap, literally. <laughs> and we're going to talk about uh, part one of our trip out to Disneyland last month. All that coming up next. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, well, I remember you should be on the right setting hold wait for it stay out of the damn lakes <laughs> <laughs>